quick synopsis on how season three is going to come in. Have no expectations. I just want you to know that now. Just go ahead and whatever expectations you have for me, go ahead and wrap that up. If you're new here, welcome. Again, this is a podcast that really just highlights the realness of my walk with God. I think there's a lot of things that are left out and not saying that people are trying to make you know, walking with God just the best and easiest thing ever, but let's just make it real. It's tough. It's hard sometimes. It looks just like life. Only somebody is willing to take everything that we're going through and just walk with us in it. This season coming up, a little bit more intentional, a little bit less black and white and help me see the gray area because I, I like to be very passionate about this and I'm starting to see why a lot of old school Christians are like you need to go with Jesus immediately because it is they have went through things I have went through things and I have been able to experience both chaos and on the other side of it peace so it is more like we see you we feel what you went through we know how you can get the help but what I also have to remember is how long it took for me to get there because there were people that were like you need to get the help and you know because when you walk with him you know it's not going to be better it's not going to be easier but there's going to be peace in it that you can't even comprehend you know there's going to be a level of confidence that you didn't even know you had okay public speaking hasn't been like my favorite thing but apparently I'm really good at it that ain't got nothing to do with me that's confidence right there because no we're going in with a little bit new attitude now more of graceful and remembering that we have to meet people where they are and that's the whole premise of this podcast meeting you where you're at because people have met me where I was at and although it took me years to get where I'm at now God didn't give up on me. He waited for me to see because he knew I was going to get to this place and be like, oh, I should have been here a long time ago. But there are reasons why we take the path we take. There are things we need to pick up, probably some stuff we need to drop off. Maybe we need to get so tired of being tired to where we don't even want to go back down the road. Maybe that's what it is, too, because there's a lot of things where I'm tired of being tired. I won't even accept just because. I didn't like how I felt in that moment for those years at that time, all in all. Now it is Christmas Eve and we going into this year intentionally. And we ain't going in with no doggone New Year's resolutions. We're going in with a changed mindset. For me, it took took me a minute to even do the podcast and I just decided to let me just end season two when I ended it because I needed to take a step back and actually see what I had going on I was I was coming on here too strong very black and white with little to no grace and maybe there was some grace there too but I think the episode about me comparing a man to coffee and decaf and caffeinated was possibly a little harsh because Humans change. We're not coffee on the shelf. We're not coffee on the shelf. We change. And 
we are easily influenced by a lot of things. Coffee is just coffee until you add something to it, but it's still coffee on the shelf. But we're not coffee on the shelf. Unfortunately, we keep changing. So that's something I had to kind of take a break and um, lean into. And then realizing that people are just people and they don't have the final say. Because I think I was very stressed on my career and how people have an influence on whether I move or not. And it's like, no, you got to walk into that work, walk into that job like you're working for God and not Betsy May. Because Betsy May going to piss you off and disappoint you every single God dog on time. We're not going to listen to Betsy May. We're not, we're not listening to Betsy May. We're working because of the Lord. And they were, we did have this big meeting where everybody was complaining about the pay and how, oh, I come in and I've been working for the job for X amount of times. And now someone who's been here a year is working the same amount of me. That, re- that reminds me of the story of the field workers where he was, you know, the man was looking for people to work in the field and was going to give them a denarii or whatever. And he already stated what he was giving. This is your price, you know, for the people who had been there a whole 12 hours. And then for the people who had been there for a couple of hours, they all got the same exact thing. The people who had been there all day felt like they should get more because they had been there all day. And these people had just got here and they were getting the same pay. And his whole point is, well, I told you what you were getting paid. And you said, yes, you know, and there'll be, there are going to be times where people are going to come in brand new. And I think I've already spoke on this in one of these podcast episodes. They're going to come in brand new to the faith. They're going to come in brand new to the job and they're going to start where you are now. Nobody's taking your paycheck. Nobody's taking your experience. Nobody's taking your relationship with God. Nobody's doing anything. They got their own stuff. Just because they got the same, they're getting paid the same amount that you're getting paid now and they're not getting what you got paid 12 years ago. That's okay. That's, I mean, that just, that is what it is. It is what it is. Why should someone suffer in that time when things were probably different? You know what I'm saying? Like if they got paid what you got paid when you started, would that even be fair because of the economy right now? Let's think about that. Let's think about that. Would it even be fair for somebody to get paid less because you were paying $10 yes less 10 years ago everything was cheaper 10 years ago so that probably was fitting for 10 years ago right now we talking about right now people were mad about some money I'm like see this is why and this is why you can't have a relationship with money this is why you can't have a relationship um, with like idle gods and this is why you can't just eat and breathe off of human relationships because they're going to disappoint you every single time you can't eat and breathe off of somebody promoting you because they're going to disappoint you every time the importance of having a relationship with god is literally everything and anything and something when there is nothing it is imperative to have because ain't no ain't no certainties with folks when it comes to humans we fickle. We change all the time. We're not coffee on the shelf. Some tips going into this new year. And we're going to start today because, you know, whatever. It's only a week. It's Christmas Eve. I'm hoping everyone has a wonderful Christmas Eve. We're not going into resolutions. Here are some tips that I have and I think work for me in the past. Number one, get up early. Stop snoozing stop it and if if you felt like you didn't get enough sleep then you need to go to bed early okay have some discipline get get, allot your time 
to where it needs to be allotted to. Get up. So if you need to get up at four, that means you need to be in bed by eight, whatever it may be. Because nothing good is happening after certain hours anyway. And what you up for? What you doing? Watching TV? Because you ain't doing nothing unless you're doing something. But for those who are doing something, you know, put a stop to it and go to bed early. Okay? Go to bed early, wake up early. The reason why waking up early is so essential because when you're rolling out of bed, when it's almost time to leave, you get a little irritated. You're irritated because you had to wake up. Now you're irritated because you got to hurry up and get out the door. Then you're irritated because now you got to go to work. Look, you need some time to yourself. You need at least an hour to yourself because that's 30 minutes of realizing that first of all, I'm up. And then second, you need that second 30 minutes because it's like, okay, now I got to get ready. Okay, now you got maybe 20, 30 minutes extra to either grab the little this or grab that and, you know, be on your way. Get up early. Stop snoozing. The next thing, planning, planning, planning. Okay? You can plan your day. How do you plan your day? The day before. Whatever day you have, plan on that day because that's the day you have. Today was the day you are given. When's a good time to plan? Today. Because you say tomorrow, that's bold. That's bold that you think that you even are getting a tomorrow. Like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know when we're getting. But we know we have today. So today we should plan for tomorrow. Is that kind of productive? No, because at least you have a plan for if tomorrow does come, then you know what to do tomorrow. But you start planning today because you know what you need to do at least tomorrow. Okay, today. Today you know these things at least. Then plan your weeks on whatever day that you decide to pick. And maybe you want to pick the day that you just decide to plan for your day. Plan your week. Why do you plan your week if you don't know if you're going to have a week? Because you need, just in case you have the week, you have a plan about your week. Does that make sense? It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Have a plan, okay? Is it going to follow through? We don't know because all we have is today. You plan. You pick a day, Friday or Sunday. These are days because it's at the end of the work week, Friday, and then it's the end of the week or the beginning of however you look at your weeks. The beginning or end of your weekend, however. Sunday, perfect day. Good to reflect. Friday, good to reflect. Plan. What is? What do I want my next week to look like? I want it to look like this. Boom, yada, 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 yada. Moving on. Then you have your month planning. Give yourself one to two goals. Because think about it. If you give yourself one to two goals in a month, and you do that every month for 12 months, you have at, the, at least completed 12 goals in one year, which is probably more goals than you've ever completed on your New Year's resolutions in the past. Baby step it. I feel like this is a good little thing here. Next, so let me just to recap. So you plan your day the night before, you plan your week on a Friday or Sunday, and you plan your month, and you give yourself one or two goals to complete during that month. If you gotta write yourself a note at the end of every month so you can see, like hype yourself up, which is what I was doing at the beginning of this year, kind of stopped around um, June or something, because I messed up at some point. I, I wrote it incorrectly towards the end there. However, really good, because it's like, ooh, this is what we should have done. Did, did we complete this? If we completed it, yeah, 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 yeah. 
right? So plan your plan your day, plan your week, plan your month. Wake up early, go to bed early. Then last but not least, when you are getting into this relationship with God, these are the things that you should have. Just because it's fun to me. It's just like you're preparing to go to the gym. So you're about to get all these new gym clothes. You're about to get these new equipment. You're about to get this. You're about to go into the gym. Pause. Let's get a cute little journal, at least two journals. I have a prayer journal and I have a daily entry journal. I also have a gratitude journal. Get you those. You separate the prayers so you can literally just go back and be like, okay, what did I pray about? The journal entries are a place for you to be disorganized. You are allowed to be disorganized in these daily entries because you're just writing down what's on your mind, writing down what's on your brain. What did, what do you, what did you study? How did you feel about what you studied? Write it down. Are you annoyed about today? Why are you annoyed about today? Write it down. Be all over the place in this journal entry. Because that is just your space to just dump everything out. You are brain dumping in these um, daily entries. So you can go to sleep and you not have a lot of it on your mind. Then next, get some cute little posties or some little tabs. Then some highlighters and some, some pens. So you can be intentional in studying your word. And then pick a day where you just want to have date night with God. Mine's is Friday nights. I like it. Daily, I do, um, I try to do tea and reading my Bible before bed. I like it. It just, it's something about it that just is so nice. But also Friday nights when I ain't got nothing to do, it's the end of the week. I ain't got to talk to nobody. I, I do my hangouts on Saturdays. Um, Sundays are for me, but Fridays I'm like date night with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And that works for me. This past Friday, I did like a nice little praise and worship and I cleaned up and then looked over at some scripture. That was nice. I liked that. That was fun for me. Lastly, the reason for the sticky notes too, is to, to pray, have like a prayer board or prayer room area. I have a lot of sticky notes in my apartment already. I have all of the office on my God dog on um, wall because prayer was just very much needed and being intentional in praying for people. I think one thing I want to implement this year is praying circles around things like Mark Batterson talks about in his book, Prayer Circle, which I highly recommend. Just some things going into the year that I think will be really good on how to set the tone mentally, physically, and emotionally for the outcome of your year. During this season, same destiny, probably different changes here and there, different versions of me. You're going to get the fullness of me. Going to try to meet people where they're at. We're going to have more guests because we've had no guests. (laughs) So I'm going to incorporate some special guests. We're going to have a what's in my library section. Just talking about what what books am I reading? Because books are good. And had I known how great books were a long time ago, like in school, I would be so much knowledgeable than what I am. But right now, I just have today. So today, we're just going to read books. Okay. I'm, I'm a bookworm now. Love Audible. Do it. Deanna LeRae has a really good book out called Unraveled and she is working on her part to highly recommend reading that seeing the compassion and the the love and the not so much humanness but connection that she portrays in there was is amazing to me 
It's like God, this is how God is talking to me in modern day. That makes sense. Highly recommend it. It's called Unravel by Deanna LaRae. Wonderful. I'm going into this year, at least this week, probably this month, leaning on this scripture, specifically 2 Corinthians 12, 9, because people get on my nerves. And y'all will hear me say that a lot because I mean, that is true. People set the tone for a lot of things. They set the tone for your work. They set the tone for your drive home. They set the tone for um, the bus ride. They, they set, we have a lot of influence on each other. So sometimes people get on my nerves, <clears throat> but I also feel like I give people too much credit and too much power to um, lead my life where it should go. Second Corinthians 12, nine, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is perfect in weakness. I need that because I am weak. Definitely the, his grace is what I need is his grace is something that is given freely. I just needed to accept it. Something I'm leaning on, something I'm wanting. Let me just, I need to just lean into that. Lean right there and through it. Then lastly, I think what we would have, are going to have are some word of the days, whether it is a just word or some scripture of the day that resonated with me at that time. Again, this is still every Wednesday, except for today, because it's New Year's and I actually had some time to do this. I was like, let me do it. Let me get it started. Going into this new season, season three of A Tried Woman of God and setting the tone for the year. A couple of weeks before the year. Like, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. No New Year's resolutions. We're just going in with you were given a day, plan the day, plan the week, plan the month. That's it. That's it. That's all. Because planning a whole year just sounds like heart palpitations and I don't have time for that. That sounds like a whole bunch of anxiety that I'm not trying to meet right now. I don't know about y'all, but that just sounds just like so much. What are you doing for the year? I don't know. Gosh, Lee, I'm ba- I barely know what I'm doing next week. Talk about what am I doing for the year? Let's start small and go on there. It's going to be a great year. Have a very Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Happy all of the things to y'all. Have a great Christmas Eve. I don't know what y'all have. I'm going to church later today. I'm going to spend some time doing some gifts today. Really like that. And we're going to move into that. We're good. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great season. If you're new here, welcome. Please take a seat. I need more people. I need more support. And plus, I think this will be a good move for y'all. Just just come on in, sit down, and just see how real, you know, it is. Because it ain't cute all the time. It just looks like life is just me leaning into Jesus. And then finding some lesson learned for Jesus. All in all, thank you for listening. We're going to have a great season. Have a great day. Merry Christmas.